Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. So moving on, we're going to talk about these two ladies here um, a little bit and what they what they talked about. Really, I'm going to talk about them, basically going to echo what they said. Right. right? Um, so this was taken from a VH1 interview or panel with Young Jock, and he was talking to a bunch of ladies who either who either were former traffickers or worked to save people from right. From the industry, and he, actually, these two actually do do that. Mm-hmm. They actually do work, you know, with 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 local um, law enforcement to help um, save people and mm-hmm. women, especially women, from the sex industry. So, Carla Miles, I'll take the first one, right? So, Carla Miles, who's on the left, mm-hmm. I didn't on that image, the, the light skinned lady. This is what she says, and I quote: "They would use someone like me to come into your house." And be like, oh, girl, let's hang out. My brother, he's fine. Let's go to the mall. Now she has your daughter. And they don't care what you look, how you look. Because, honey, they will dress you up, nip, mm-hmm. tuck, give you everything you dreamed of having. Mm-hmm. And also put you on a table to be slaughtered. Absolutely. She goes on to say, and I quote, I lived it so long that my right became wrong. My wrong became right. And they say, why did you stay in it for so long? After a while, the money became great to me. Yeah. Coming here's the key thing, right? Coming from Mississippi, where I'm from, right. I grew up on sharecropper land, where we were in the master's house. So I wanted to save my family. So at any cost, if you gotta, if you have to sell me, go ahead and sell me. Wow. You know, it's kind of like we mentioned earlier yeah. about like parents trafficking their kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're a commodity. Mm-hmm. You know, you you're 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 going to be the means by which we get out of our situation or destroying the myth that um people are held against their will. Yeah. She says sell me. Exactly. Me too. At all costs. Exactly. Yep. You know, and and we didn't we I don't know everything about her backstory, but we don't even know for sure if her family did get lifted out of their right. situation. Exactly. You know, they could very well still be in the same situation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she was sold a lot potentially. Yeah. So, and and whether or not her family in particular is or isn't in that same spot, there are probably other people just like that. Absolutely. There are in the same spot. Absolutely. You know, the possibility exists. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do you want to take this one? Yeah, I got it. Tony D. Rivera. She was on the right. She says, "I was kidnapped here in Atlanta, Georgia, at Freaknik." The guy who took me told me he was a producer. He saw me singing and dancing, took me to a couple of studios here with a couple of celebrities, and it went from there. I was a trafficker, and my favorite place to go was churches. Yeah, and we're about to go into detail about what she's talking about there. Oh, yeah. So, real fast. So, this is the separate interview from her. Um, she was on the Mike and Donnie show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, got two different versions of what she's talking about, how to kind of... Stitch it together to, to yeah, make that clear. Yeah, when I when I saw this, I was like, "Wow!" So how about this? <clears throat> I, I'll read what Mike and Donnie are saying, and then you read what Tony's saying. Absolutely. All right. So Mike and Donnie, and I quote: "How would you approach somebody at church? You would go to the church every Sunday and do your homework on that person. 
on that one person. You'll see her or him going up to the altar Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. And you know he's going for something. He's praying for something. And usually I would have my times where I would do my recruiting. It's called shopping season. So I would go during Christmas and Thanksgiving. What would you look for? The week. How would you know? Just having conversation with them. Come up to him or her. Yo, you good? I see you going up to the altar a lot. Just making small talk. She's going to tell me eventually what she wants, what she's praying for. Like I say, shopping seasons. Easter time, you either, you're either praying for money, for your spring break, that prom dress you want, something your mom needs help with, the bills, something so, something. So I'm going to present it to you. But once you try to leave, you owe me. That's the kicker right there. Yeah. That's, that's that brainwashing right mm-hmm. there. Because again, oh. you're talking to somebody whose yep. prefrontal cortex is the reason why I keep saying this, yes. right? Because we tend to we tend to think that people are always rational and they're always gonna do right. the rational, smart thing in mm-hmm. every situation. That's mm-hmm. not always true. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise people wouldn't be in the situation they're in. Right. But what I'm getting at is she's talking to people who's you know, who are typically, you know, teenage teenagers that are their their prefrontal cortex isn't fully developed. They are they are incapable of making rational decisions, mm-hmm. you know, when they need to. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, I I don't want to make an assumption, but some of what she said when she's like the mom needs money or help with something sounds like there's not a father in the home. Yes. <laughs> and so. Obviously, that would definitely be some of the people that they prey on. And even in our research, we saw that, mm-hmm. that a father being in the home can deter those type of activities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, prom dress, what she didn't say, because she coming from a black perspective, but even from a Mexican perspective, mm-hmm. you know, like you got a quinceanera coming up. Right. You know, you need the money, though, quinceanera dress on that cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's a big deal, too. Yeah, so it's a staple in culture, mm-hmm. you know, and it happens more frequently than a prom dress. Absolutely. Right? Yep. So people turn 15 all the time. Yep. So that's also a big deal right there and big hinge point for traffickers, mm-hmm. right? So Wow, manipulating these people who they're not fully developed, you know, mm-hmm. taking advantage of them. I mean, you got people who believe certain things up until – they're teenage years, and it's like when they become adults, man, that's silly that I believe that, but mm-hmm. you were still a child. Yeah. You know? Sad. Yeah. So that that idea of you owe me, like mm-hmm. I gave you money for this, mm-hmm. I bailed you out. And sometimes it may not always be that strong. Mm-hmm. It might be like more subtle as in, oh, like, but I helped you through this situation. Mm-hmm. You're not going to help me back. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I... I don't even think this way, so it's hard for me to come up with these examples. Right. But she, but you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like it's it's it is it is it, it, wrong, and you 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 manipulate this individual to, you know what? You did do this for me. I do owe you, and then owing you one turns into I'm in this life, you know? Yeah, it, you know. Uh, so just just toying just toying with people's sense of morality mm-hmm. of oh. 
I I I I borrow money and I owe a debt. Now I gotta pay off a debt. Mm-hmm. All right, so I gotta do this. And then that that other layer of shame of you know they could easily pull that shame card too and be like, well, you've already done this. I'm gonna tell so and so. You know, and they're gonna think that you're this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna think you fat. They're gonna call you fast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or I got this photo of you and I wanna I wanna oust you. Mm-hmm. You know, or I got this address. I'm gonna dox you. Mm-hmm. You know, so all different types of means Never to, mind to manipulate just doing you. Something from the kindness of your heart and having compassion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you owe me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But um, within the church, within the church, yeah. So traffickers are able to pluck out the weak, usually at altar calls, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they would she'll, she'll come, she would see them coming down to altar call. Right. Week after week, mm-hmm. but the question really is, why do the wolves have such easy access to weak Christians? Right. right? You know, we need to be. We need to. We need to. What's What's not being said now? I guess in the churches she was visiting, mm-hmm. it wouldn't happen in our church because we have a layer of protection. Yes, there when it comes to people who are giving a profession of faith and they come into the altar call, and we actually have people assigned, you know, to receive those people and pray for those people, Absolutely. and then we guide them to the next step in the ministry process, Absolutely. right? So it's not just anybody who's anybody can just go up there and just intercept someone else, you know, like it's not. That's not done in our church. It, it, it I love, and I, I think I, I, we talk about this all the time. I love the text where it says Satan roams around like a roaring lion. Because mm-hmm. I grew up on documentaries on um, like lions and gorillas. Gorillas, my favorite animal. Lions, a close second. And how the lions hunt. They, they don't want the strong animal the one that's running fast or the the big strong buffalo that's going to be able to fight back they mm-hmm. want, they want the weak one yep. they want the old one they yep. want the child but in particular we're talking about the weak well with the buffaloes what they'll do is they'll herd around one another have the strong ones in the front and the the the, the weak will be behind them and they're defending them and when we think about the church, that's the way that it should be. We're supposed to be bearing one another's burdens. Older yep. men teaching the younger men. Yep. Older women teaching the younger women. Praying for one another. Mm-hmm. Knowing what other people have going on in their lives so that you can pray for them. That's why fellowship is so important. Yes. And then also uh, the Lord has given through the Holy Spirit gifts of um, uh, discernment. Yep. The discernment of spirits. And to be able to do these things. This woman... And, and that's not to say that it can't happen and that they can't slip in because uh, Satan's a mastermind. But at the same time, though, if we're really doing real life with each other and using our discernment, it's like, hold on, who is this? <laughs> yeah, really. She, she don't normally come here. At the very least, we should have eyes on her. You mm-hmm. know, what is she doing? Why is she? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So it's been set up. The church has been set up in such a way to be able to combat. Uh, wolves and lions, and yep. they're called wolves and lions scripturally because predator. Yeah, <laughs> let's go ahead and look at that right now. Mm-hmm. So, First John, uh, four one through three, beloved, do not believe every spirit, mm-hmm. but test the spirits. Yeah. And we're gonna talk more about that in future episodes yes, too. Whether they are of God, because many, many false prophets have gone out into the world. Mm-hmm. By this, you know the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh mm-hmm. is of God. Mm-hmm. And every spirit that does not confess that Jesus has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is, is already now in already in the world. Mm-hmm. 
You know, so we ain't got to look very far. And we know Antichrist, deceiver. Yeah. Uh-huh. Again, in First Peter 5, 8 through 9, be sober. Mm-hmm. Be what? Vigilant. Vigilant. Mm-hmm. Because your adversary, just like you're talking about, the mm-hmm. devil walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Mm-hmm. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. And then, um, I think it's the last one here. So Acts 20, 29. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves yep. will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Mm-hmm. You know, they they don't have time to waste. And not sit here just dilly-dallying. They're coming to kill. They're coming mm-hmm. for blood. Mm-hmm. No games. They ain't playing Seeking games. whom you may devour. And one of the things I always point out with the scripture, too, is... There was it, there were no categories. He's seeking who he can devour. He don't yeah. care. <laughs> Black, white, Asian, Mexican, it don't matter. Yep, it don't. Pastor. Yeah. Uh, person sitting out there. Pastor's deacon, daughter. Whoever, he don't care. Does not care. We have to be on guard. Because he's going to test you. He's going to be like, you know, are you weak? You're going to mm-hmm. poke you. Are you weak? You weak? Oh, 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 okay. I see how you respond. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And back to the animal kingdom. And I'm going to not keep going down. <laughs> anybody can get sick. Yeah. Anybody can get sick. And it can happen, you know, and that's why we have to be sober minded. And yeah. I'm using sickness in the sense of we can have a sin issue going on or something going on in life that does cause us to be. You could be, you could be watching porn. It, there you go. You know, thinking, oh, it doesn't harm nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just doing a comfort mode bedroom. I'm not, I'm not stealing from nobody. Absolutely. I'm not murdering. Absolutely. But you're lusting. Yes. Yes. And like like the like the lady said in the video, you know, you don't know if you're watching someone being forcibly raped or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Mm-hmm. So and there's a whole there's a great deal of porn being made out there, like literally revenge porn. Mm-hmm. So you don't know if you're watching revenge porn or not. Wow. You know, because maybe that person consensually rec- like wanted to be recorded, but to be kept private. Wow. Now they broke up with that person and now they're posting that video. And you're sitting there watching and thinking you're not harming somebody. Yeah. So wow. the weak. Mm-hmm. Porn will make you weak. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you affect the whole body. Yes. Mm-hmm. So just to recap, we talked about definitions. Went over some myths and rumors. And again, we went, we, went, we went over just a small sample of Absolutely. myths and rumors. There's so many more Absolutely. out there. But Absolutely. for the sake of time, we kind of t- took the the ones that are most prevalent, mm-hmm. um, that seem to have the most reach and been, been around the longest. Because mm-hmm. um, we actually did cut a few of them. <laughs> um, anyways, to put know what to look for and that there actually is trafficking going on in, in the, the church, church right. you know. It's it's not a it, we're not perfect, no. you know. We need to get better, mm-hmm. you know. But hopefully this helps mm-hmm. you spot some things. Hopefully this opens your eyes to some things. Again, you know, the mind doesn't know what or the eye doesn't know what the mind is. The eye doesn't see what the mind doesn't, doesn't know, know. Right. right? So if you're never gonna see sex trafficking in the church if you didn't know it was already happening, mm-hmm. All right? Absolutely. And just uh, um. Just a reminder for us who are believers, that's why it's so important, again, to spend time in prayer and get in God's word. Because, again, what you don't know, you can't see. Yep. You know, we're putting these scriptures up in these slides because these are things that we know. We've taken the time and gotten God's word and we know these things. Yes. We need to inform ourselves with God's word and what it says so that we can be able to combat things like this. Exactly. And, and you can't look for 
And now, and we believe we are ministers. We're called to be ministers of reconciliation. That's what, right. the, that's what the text tells us, right? right? And you can't restore something if we don't know what's broken. Absolutely. So that's another reason why we're Absolutely. doing this episode. Absolutely. You know? So we hope this helps. Mm-hmm. You know, again, it's your host Ray Tucker and Jay Jones. We're signing off today, and hope you have a great day. I hope this helps. <laughs>